he needs people. He needs the help because we're getting swamped. So he just wants testing, 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 testing. Uh-huh. There we go. Uh-huh. I'm so. just trying to make sure that we can. Uh, you know what I noticed that we didn't put in on this? What's that? We didn't put a lot of stuff yeah. in. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Nick, either. Nick was really the only one that did anything. Yeah. Um, not that we couldn't really go with the flow here. I really no. think we could go with the flow for now. Um, next week though, really we'll hunker down and get some stuff together to like actually have a hey, episode type. Like I know we were obviously we we talked for a whole hour of just catching up with everybody and yeah. just trying to see where everybody is. But next week specifically would be definitely nice. something to you know settle everybody in and get something actually. You want to do the rule changes next week? Yeah. Um. So if you wanted to, I, I'm recording now just to kind of yeah, yeah, play okay. it back in in a second or two, but. Um, there is stuff we should talk about, definitely. Um, rule changes yeah. being one of them. <laughs> um, and what your opinions of, of them are. Because <laughs> I know everybody's got a little bit I love that of clock. a different opinion of it. <laughs> I actually, for what it's worth, I actually do. I, I, don't, I don't mind the pace of play. It's awesome. Improvement, the pace of play improvement is dope. And stolen bases. What I, what I wow. don't like, though, what I don't like yeah. is that, like, the thing that happened with Pete Alonzo. Well, I mean, there's going to be getting hiccups. Not getting back. Not yeah. th- that whole fiasco was a mess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's going to be hiccups to start. My biggest takeaways from the rule changes, honestly, um, I, I love the pitch clock and the pace of play. I still do not care for the everybody's got to be on their side of the infield rule. The shift? Yes. I was saying for months on end. I just hate seeing like a third baseman in right field. I hated that shit. I agree with you, but you know how that, that issue was solved? Bunt. True. No, But nobody bunts. Nobody are, bunts anymore. Bunting is not yeah. sexy. So the MLB decided to change the rules to keep the game a little more sexy because they didn't want to see people bunting. But you could have solved the shift if- issue by just bunting down the line every time. With third right. base that wide open, just all you have to do is pass pass the pitcher right, with the ball. But they're not. But they didn't, so they changed the rule. That I I thought was a little annoying, um, but I enjoy the pitch clock. I there are there are always going to be hiccups, especially in the first week or two or what have you. Yeah, all and there definitely too. was, obviously. Yeah. Pete Alonso's issue. Um, not getting back to first base on time uh, right. in between the pitch, so Jeff McNeil gets a strike. Yes. Yep. And and there are some um, minor details that are going to have to be worked out, but. I mean, just some of those numbers already in the first week, I think they said uh, average game time is down like 40 minutes. Yeah, was it was like 36, I think, was the number. Yeah, 36 minutes. And then stolen base numbers are already up like yeah. 120% in the yeah, first like two days, which is awesome, by the way. Stuff. I love seeing stolen bases. Yeah, like I... I I thought I was going to hate it. We might we might see somebody hit the 60, 60 stolen base mark. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I mean, come on. You're wearing a Phillies hat, Jeff. You should be thinking Trey Turner uh, here all ooh. day. Yeah, well. I mean, the way that hey, the way that he runs the bases now with a bigger base and, yeah, yeah that's. Well, and then watching, watch, did you guys get to watch any of the actual uh, international games? Yeah, so I did. I watched yes, a lot of, awesome. I watched uh, the final four like the final four teams, the, okay. the final three games. That was all I was able to catch of it. But God damn, Japan yeah. is like Shohei is different. I will say one thing, though. Um, I, I really enjoyed not having a pitch clock in those moments because I, I think the biggest problem we're going to come to with the pitch clock and the rule change in that right. way is when you get into the ninth inning in a, in a World Series or in a, in a big playoff spot, right? The pitch clock can kind of take away from that. Yeah, that's why I feel like when it comes to postseason, yeah, like it should be, it should be something very similar. It, it should be like postseason. The pitch clock should be taken out, and then also the stupid go the the runner on second rule in extra innings too. Yes, yeah. That, I, so I, that I don't think they should have kept. I think that yeah. is something they should have gotten rid of because going to extra innings is kind of what makes it. Fun and ha- yes. giving both. I, I get that you give both teams the opportunity, but when you have when you have somebody on second, I mean, all it takes is a single, a bloop single, right. and you you know you score a run, and then that's it. You go into the next inning, and one team has a better bullpen, or even still, you get. I mean, imagine you look at Edwin Diaz coming in to save the game up a run versus 
somebody coming in in a tie game with a runner on second that was given to them, and they have the worst closing pitcher in the league come in. Like, I, I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. I, I do think it does give each team the same advantage, but I really think it would have been better to have the extra runner 10 innings plus. Or, yeah. in, excuse me, 12 innings plus. So, right, so you get two innings of extra inning baseball, see if something can happen, and then add that extra runner. Because what I think baseball's thought was, nobody wants to see a 15-inning game. And that's true. Nobody wants to watch a 15-inning game. I mean, it was already except long for enough. Maybe, except for maybe me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> of course. I think, I think it's, if it's a competitive game. I think if it's a competitive, competitive game, game, yes. Yeah. Now, if I'm watching a game go into the 15th inning where I'm watching Luis Guillorme come in. <laughs> and right, right. If you're watching and throw 50-mile-an-hour yeah, ephesus no. over the plate. Right. Um, ah, all right. If you're watching paint dry, you don't want, you know, 15 innings. But I, I think baseball's idea was, hey, we can speed – the game up and not have extra innings go to 15, 16, 17, right? You can go 10, 11, maybe 12 at most. Right. The problem, though, to your point is it takes away from the whole point of extra innings because you're giving that team a bunt and an yep. out and they score. Right. Right? Like, it it, it ruins that. And, and I just don't care for it. I, I think it would have been better if they would have done it 12 innings plus, right? Right. And I also think the ninth inning of the pitch clock should just be turned off. Ninth inning, turn the clock off, let the batters bat, let the pitchers pitch. Because, again, when you get into the playoffs in a very high-stress situation and now you've got a pitch clock on top of you, granted, they're going to have all year to figure that out. The closers are going to have to deal with that right. for the entire season. But when you get into a high-stress situation, like Citizens Bank Park is, as much as I hate to say this, a phenomenal place to play. In right. the postseason, I mean those those fans are absolutely wild. I can, dude different. going in there, it's yeah. different. Different, and it going is different. in there in the ninth inning with a clock breathing down your neck and the fans breathing down, yeah, your, it's not going to be easy. And I think it takes something away from the game, just like having the runner on second. But all in all, the rule changes I think have been great for the sport so far. I'm excited to see how pitchers are going to change off the pickoff, right? Because that's going to see how it affects well, with tipping pitches too. Yeah. And not you know not having proper time to come set correctly or having time to realize like hey I might be you know yep. on a changeup I might be setting my glove like four inches below where I set it when right. I throw a fastball. It is it is going to be interesting and players on base will have more of a chance to uh, really see what the pitchers are doing right, right. knowing that they can't. Get the ball thrown at them more than what twice? I think it is right. Well, I think so it's it's you can throw it three times, but the on the third, third time you out. have to get them out. Otherwise, they get a they get it's a, a balk. It's right? a balk. Yeah, right. But that's only from the pitcher. Correct. You, catchers have free range. Right. So, the, so, you, so, so you, you can, can back be, pick all you yeah, want. Yeah, you can back pick, which I think is going to be what they wind up starting to really work on because there is no regulations and there's, about that. There's are there's already a good amount of catchers in the MLB. Uh, I say good amount. There's a few well, out of thirty teams, there's probably like four that I know could th do it. That that actively do it too. Yeah. Like both, Real Muto both does it all the Real time. Real Muto yeah. does it all the time. Both of the Contreras brothers yes, do it yes. all of the time. And even um Narvaez. Omar yes. Narvaez. Yes. He likes to do it too to third base even. Right. So like you're I feel like you're gonna see that a lot more versus a pitcher, you know, and I can't God, I That's can't count how many times I've watched yeah. a pitcher throw the ball five feet behind, yeah, you know the defender at whatever base he's throwing to, trying yes, to pick yes. him off, and then it's a free base anyway. I I, right. I think it will be fun uh, with the new rule, especially that rule, because of the fact that runners now have an advantage. Right, knowing the pitcher checked you twice, you now right. know. Okay, I can stare at him. I can find what he's doing. I can see what he's doing. How he's tipping his pitches. Right. It brings a whole new level to base running, which right. I think is awesome. And secondly, I think what it does now is allow a little more magic Yeah. in baseball where it's like the hidden ball trick. Dude, we're bringing that back, right? Like it, it forces teams to be a little more creative on how they want to go about slowing down the run game, right? Yep. You now have to try the hidden ball trick. You now have to work your pickoff move a little better, right? Like you have to do um, the uh, – Nestor Cortez, right, mm -hmm. where he does the, the, the wind-up and he throws his legs in 100 directions and 
really and now throws he really everything can't off. do it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. dude. It's wild. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Um, in spring training, Max Scherzer actually had one of the greatest at bat or one of the greatest sequences. Um, while who was at bat? I I'm drawing a blank, but nonetheless, the the sequence went something of the sorts where Max Scherzer waited and waited and waited and waited, and the batter then took his only timeout. Right, steps out, comes back in. Now Max Scherzer knows and quick pitches, quick him, pitch right? him, yep. right? He quick yeah. pitch him, and then after quick pitching him, right, he does the same thing to another batter, if not the same. Mm-hmm. Slows him down, forces him to take time out, and then when he comes back and sets, he sat there and sat there yep. and sat there, and just the just the little intricacies like that is is he's finding the, he's finding the little loopholes. Like yes, right. yes, um, yeah. It's it's. It's very interesting how it's all shaking out. And some pitchers are struggling. I don't know um, if you saw Aaron Nola's first start the other wasn't, the wasn't other night. Good. It wasn't good. I mean, the first couple innings were great, and then once he got sped up in the fourth. The Phillies I, I, the Phillies got to – I think they got to they gotta move move him while they still can. Maybe ever, he, didn't pitch, he didn't pitch horribly it, what today. Was that, what was that? His 20 – what was it? His 2018 or 2019 season that he broke out right. and everybody thought he was going to be the next yes. Cy Young, and then since that – He's had slow slow downturn. It's it's interesting to see where they will go. Um, I know that those first that first um, first couple games that they had were were really upsetting to see coming out of the international games and seeing a lot of the players playing in the international yes. games and seeing how well they were performing and then seeing them do all right, but not you know not at that peak that we saw them before coming into these games and it was like all right well what what do we need to take to get back in a year and get back to that level again yeah i i i really think especially somebody like nola i think he just his first start was a little rough he pitched a lot better today actually they just ran into um you know a tough yankees lineup right and and it was only a two ones final i think uh if i'm not mistaken so it's not like it's not like he had an awful outing today but you know his. You know that's going to be something to watch is when a pitcher starts to get sped up, right? Especially a, a bullpen guy. He comes in, and now you got this clock, and now there's runners on base, and right. now you're getting sped up, and that changes the dynamic of the game too, right? Because you don't have that time to waste and slow down, and and you know catch your breath and and really get back in that motion and rotation of like throwing these pitches. So that's going to be super interesting uh, in its own. But man, oh man, the Phillies have looked brutal the first six games i mean getting swept by texas pulling one out yesterday against the yankees but swept by texas after jacob de shit the bed jacob opening DeGrom game looked awful looks good today though did he, yeah, yeah he did, yeah, he did uh, six, look good today six innings one earned i think he had like seven k's or something he's getting back sounds like form. jacob de grom <laughs> yeah, back into form um yeah he had a good he had a good outing today too and the tampa bay rays what the fuck yeah i was about to say what, what the six fuck oh dude, dude the rays loss. The Rays are the white whale of the MLB. They are this majestic creature that is all rumors and is all talk, and nobody believes that it'll exist into the postseason. And then they just show up and win 96 games a year and with nothing. And they bring in these guys that are mediocre pitchers, that are middle-of-the-pack guys, and they turn them into absolute studs who are throwing lights out year-round, just solid one through five guys that you, you can know, rely on. You know who that reminds me of? Huh? New England. The oh, Patriots. the Patriots? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very much it's a— No names. It's very much a Patriots way. My, my problem with it, though, is if you look at Tampa Bay in the last, I want to say— Five years or so, like they other, always find other their th- way in, but other they never than, go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, because well, they run out of gas. I they think. run, they run out of gas. Well, except for the what was it? Two thousand. It was twenty eleven. They they well, played they went Philly. to the they went to the World Series. Then they go to the World Series against Philadelphia. No, no, no. I'm talking recently after, because after Kevin that. Cash pulled. Yeah. Pulled Blake Snell I, in like I'm the sixth inning. This was like 2020. Oh, I don't count that. Yeah, I this was like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, right? It was the co- it was a COVID was it COVID bubble. season when the Dodgers won? Yeah, and I yeah. don't count the COVID yeah, yeah. bubble. My my biggest pro- like look, I, I I think in every of the ma- every one of the major sports, the COVID bubble doesn't count. And let me just make sure that was the COVID bubble and I'm not going crazy. Um I it's gonna be interesting to see if it was the COVID bubble. Yeah. Alright. Let's see, let's see, let's see. 
Um, we can cut this out because this is awful. World Series 2020. Was it 2020? I feel like it was either 2020 or 2021. World Series, second time in franchise history, 4-2, Game 7 against the Astros in 2020. Yeah, they won. Yeah, so it was 2020. They beat the Astros to go to the World Series, the World Series against the Dodgers. And they lost the Dodgers. And I will say. Uh, yeah, it was game. It was, what was it, Game 6 or Game 7? Yes. Kevin Cash pulled Blake Snell in like the sixth inning. Right. And everybody was like, Blake Snell's only at like 70 pitches. Yes. What yes. are we doing? He's like, the analytics said to do this. And then. They get absolutely so, rocked as soon as I, they pull them out. I yeah. will say though, in all four of the major sports, the COVID the COVID championship to me doesn't count and or has a huge asterisk next to it. Lakers bubble. <laughs> la- la- no, but seriously, Lakers bubble. Right? You have the Dodgers World Series. You have um, the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Right? Mm-hmm. And you had uh, was that Kansas City that won that year? No, it was uh, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, right? The the Super Bowl champion of 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Nonetheless, I, I don't count the Super Bowl. I don't count the World Series. I don't count the Stanley Cup bubble for two big reasons. Yeah. First is no fans make a hell of a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially, sure. especially when it comes to – like because even in the NHL, they were still playing on home and away ice. Like yeah. they right. weren't so like it's not like during the season, but like the NBA, didn't, it was all a bubble. It was all a bubble. There's oh, no sure. fans. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero, if I'm not mistaken, not not that this has anything to do with baseball, but Tyler Hero, I think, for lack of better phrasing, was the hero of that bubble for yeah, Miami. For Miami yeah. And it's yeah. like the dude was a rookie playing in the playoffs out of his mind because there's no fans. It's just like playing pickup, right? right. Same thing with baseball. It's just like playing a pickup game. When you don't have fans screaming at you, look up uh, last year's World Series, right? right? If that was played in a bubble, I don't know if Philly wins two games, or was it, yeah, it was two games, right? I don't know if Philly goes up two one. I don't know because I, yeah. at home in Citizens Bank Park with those fans screaming and shouting, it is right. a tough pace, I mean, place to play. Look at look at that home run from Bryce Harper against dude, San Diego dude, in the right. eighth inning. It, it I'm not even a Phillies fan. I'm getting chills just yeah, thinking no, about like, that. I mean the, that. And I, no offense to anybody who may listen to this, and, you know, obviously this would be our our first little episode back, so I'm not expecting an audience here. Fair. But if anybody listens to this who is a Philadelphia fan. Oh, Jeff, by the way, I I have MLB.TV if you want to sign into it and you can actually watch the game. Yeah, I was going to say. I have it too. I have have it for the Mets. (laughs) Yep. Um, I am a diehard Mets fan. I have been my entire life. I grew up in... Central Jersey, it exists. No, it doesn't. No, yes, it, doesn't. it does because <laughs> no, it you're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me if you draw a line straight in the that splits in the middle of Jersey, you're gonna tell me Trenton doesn't line up there. Yeah, but because it does, and it I live right next to Trenton, literally next uh, to yeah, it. One of them's north, one of them's south. And and well, no, Jeff, no. anyway, anyway, I grew up I grew up in the center of Jersey, uh, right near the capital, and I grew up going to Philadelphia Phillies games because they were closer. To right. to us, right, so right, right. I grew up going there, but even still, I would much rather go to a Philadelphia Phillies game, right, or a Philadelphia Flyers game as an away fan than a Philadelphia Eagles game. Amen. If you oh, go yeah, to a sure. Philadelphia Eagles game as an away fan, it's you are asking, <laughs> you're asking for trouble. <laughs> you are asking yeah. for something to happen, whether getting verbally or physically assaulted. Um, but uh, I just uh, Philly fans are the like the scariest but most passionate fans on the planet, and that is the only way to describe them as like they're so diehard. Like when like literally, if you cut them open, their their insides would bleed cheesesteak. Like. Yeah, that's yeah. that's no, what that city is. Um, it's just it is ridiculous. As a side note, did you see some of the uh, the videos that were posted on Twitter for the home games for their uh, postseason for the Eagles? Some of those 
absolute craziness going yeah, into I the mean, stadium wearing opposing team. Yeah, I mean, stuff, I've seen, I still remember because I still remember twenty. What was it? Twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen NFC Championship when it was Vikings Eagles. The year that the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and won it. Oh, you're a Vikings fan. Too, I am right. a Vikings right, right, fan right, right, right. now. Now I'm a New Yorker. I, I'm Giants, Mets, yes, Rangers, right. The whole nine. So, so you and I are on the same page. Exactly. Here. We'll try not so, to make fun of Jeff too much. So like, well, but because no, I'm still I still when it came to. Football, yeah, that's fair. We're See, I still, I still have like harsh feelings towards Eagles fans for this reason, because there's videos that I still remember j- seeing, that um, still videos that I remember seeing of people like get like Vikings fans, women, kids, guys yep. too, getting hit with like full beer bottles, beer cans getting thrown yep. at them in the parking lot, like that type of shit. That's that's the part that makes me like, all right, Philly, Philadelphia is such a cool place. And such a bad place in the same yeah, vein. The same like, time. The, yeah. the, like you said, the fans are so passionate. It uh, it like bubbles over at points, which is kind of scary, honestly. But I will say, Trey Turner, one hundred percent signed with the Phillies because of their playoff run. Yeah, dude, those fans electric. You cannot find. Uh, there's there's a few fandoms I, I in the MLB th- specifically. I can only think of three other stadiums in all of the MLB. That could compete against Citizens Bank Park and its friend er, and its fans. Okay, go ahead. I think I got. I think I got. Em. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One of them's Wrigley. I know for a goddamn fact. Yeah, One I would say. Right. Wait. So you said There's other three, than Citizens Bank, Bank Park, there are three, three that others. could hold up in like a playoff atmosphere. You said. Yes. Wrigley's one. It would have to be. It would Wrigley? have to be Wrigley. It would have to be Wrigley, Fenway, and Yankee Stadium. That would have to be the big three. <laughs> you yeah. you can't. No, no, no. But again, that's. That, and then even still, you I could maybe say you Houston. could maybe say. Houston, you could maybe say Dodger Stadium. I, I mean, there's Dodgers, Dodgers fans. Listen, for as much crap as remember, Dodgers, Dodgers fans get, the Dodgers Stadium fits what fifty thousand people, something like that. Yeah, but you know what though, Fenway Park I think only holds like twenty thousand at and max. That is one of the loudest. Absurd, yeah. They are. Well, well they also know, have the rooftops thing. too. Yeah. They have rooftops next to the yeah. stadium. People got right. seats on they, top of. Now, I, I would agree with you. I would think Wrigley, Fenway, and Yankee Stadium are probably the three, but. I mean, you you could make a case for some of these smaller teams that haven't been back. Like, I would love to see Cincinnati back. Did you see Did you see the video of Cincinnati on opening day? They had a they had a uh, a drone video of whatever street that is that the ballpark is on on opening okay. day. I mean, just red everywhere. Really? It was yeah, it full of Reds fans. Cincinnati. I feel so bad for Cincinnati. They're they're a team that has such rich history and such a. a Devout fan base, and they can't right. get anything. Then, <laughs> then Pittsburgh. Actually, uh, you know what's an electric place? Oh. If you remember when uh, when Pittsburgh was making that run, when they had Marte and they had McCutcheon. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. that place. Is what was that? Too. What was that? Twenty. Twenty. I want to say fourteen. Fourteen. Yes, where they were making that. Wi- they made that wild card push. Yep. And they they look great this year too. So far. Well, McCutcheon's back. Weird. Yes, McCutcheon's, McCutcheon's back. McCutcheon's back. And then O'Neill, back. dude. O'Neill Cruz. That dude. that dude is. Dude, O'Neill Cruz Special. is literally, right. literally a juggernaut. It, he's a early Barry Bonds. That's what I he think it's like it's of. like if Usain Bolt was to play baseball. I feel like dude's wild. He reminds like me, he reminds me of a young so Barry Bonds. He's so fast and he's so strong. Yep, yep. Like it, when he throws the ball and he's a shortstop. He like is. you're throwing the ball and it looks like it's it literally looks like Jacob Degrom throwing the ball. Right. Dude's dude's absolutely it is, mind. like he's just so crazy, absurdly strong. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I I think uh, I think Pittsburgh deserves more. You know what I really think, and I know nobody's gonna go for this, but I really do think baseball should introduce a salary cap. And don't get me wrong, the three of us sitting here, hear me out, hear me out. Yeah, I'm giving you weird looks <laughs> on this one. The three yeah, of us sitting here, right? Me and Nick, obviously being Mets fans. Jeff, you being a Phillies fan. Uh, I think we have payroll one and three. Right, like the Mets have. Payroll I think so. I think one. it's what's it? It's Mets, Yankees, Phillies. Phillies. Yeah, I. Uh, and then or, no, I think the Dodgers, Dodgers might might still be up there. Nonetheless, they dumped Justin Turner's contract though, so that's fair. Nonetheless, I I, I I know for a fact the Mets have the highest payroll, and right. I'm not really that mad about it. But I do think that baseball should introduce a salary cap. Now I know it'll never happen. The players would have to go along with it, which they never will. Mm-hmm. Right, but. Mm-hmm. Think about think about the challenges teams like Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, 
uh, Houston even for a while. But then, uh, you know, Houston got – I don't want to say lucky because you're not necessarily lucky when you draft players. But Houston gets lucky with, um, you know, drafting some very good talent and going on a run or two. And then the fandom comes back, and now people want to play in Houston, right? But you get right. teams uh, like Arizona who can never seem to find somebody or uh, a team like – Toronto, Kansas City right. even, right? Like you get these teams where their payroll isn't large. You're not attracting these huge Oakland. free agents. Oakland. Right. And and it sucks because these teams are the bottom of the barrel. Dude, for Oakland years just needs to go to Vegas, man. They it, either either get no, there's too much history with that ballpark as well. Like talk about the, the Coliseum. The Coliseum needs to be taken down. Vegas is like the Raiders are gone. I mean, there's nothing else left in Oakland at this point. Is there What's left in Oakland? If if other than the A's, what's left in Oakland? Yeah, the problem say, the problem with Oakland is the fact that there's four teams in that surrounding. They have area. Golden State. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that's it. No. no, I know, but I'm saying like in terms of baseball, there's three teams in the surrounding area that are better. Like you could go see the Angels play, you can go see the Dodgers play. Hell, you could even go see San Diego play. It's a little bit more of a hike, but you could be a fan of any any one of those three teams and and have a chance at winning a World Series every other year. Right. And Oakland is the bottom of the league every year. So to your point, what's left in Oakland? Not much. No. I, I think if they go to Vegas, they might get a better fan base because obviously the Raiders have shown that Vegas wants teams. Like the Raiders have shown they're good for football. The Knights have shown they're good for hockey. I, I think they would welcome the A's with open arms. But does it change the fact that the team still sucks? Does it change the fact that the team is still has the same ownership group and really doesn't seem to care? Right. Well, I think I think if if the A's are going to get a get out of Oakland, I think that'll it'll have to be done with a new a new ownership group. I don't think the current no, ownership yeah, group would, would they're going to there's yeah. no way they do anything without selling that team. Yeah. I mean, that's th that's it. And even still, it would have to be for Oakland to really just turn it around like that, it would have to be a situation where they get some sort of billionaire to come in, buy the team, right. and dump money into it like Steve Cohen did with right, the right. Mets, and it just right. upgrade everything. Well, here's a right. here's a question for you. The I know last year they talked about Tampa going to Montreal to any extent. How do you feel about adding another Canadian team? I think I think if you're gonna bring another Canadian team into play bring the expos back dog come on oh, well. yeah but okay so do you do you pop do you pop the expos up as an expansion or do you move a franchise since we're already no. talking about the a's moving to vegas i feel why like why not the, throw I, why not throw the a's into montreal no. i feel like the only way that you could legitimately the only way that you could legitimately do an expansion like i don't see how the mlb I mean, I guess they could make it work, but what are they going to do for for seeding and for divisions and stuff if they add one team? I feel like they would have to have two expansion teams. I, th I think you, you look at somebody else in that area. I think you look at the Mariners and the Marlins. No, the, no, Mariners, the Mariners have such a good and fan the Mar base. Yeah, the Mariners' fan base is crazy, right. and now the Mariners are up and coming too, so and they have they such a good— They were wild last year. Dude, going into and getting—well, they made the playoffs last year, right? On the, uh, If I'm not mistaken, it, it was, was the one of the last games of the season. They missed. They, no, they made they the playoffs made it. and then but, ended up losing—no, yeah. they won the wild card game. On a walk-off 18th inning, right? Yep. A, yes. And then yep. they got swept in yep. the first it round the or whatever it was. It was the year prior that they lost or just missed the playoffs by, like, one game at the very end of the season. Yes. Because they won, but they needed another team to win, and they like the, that team lost So or then we're talking like about the Marlins. You know what? If the Marlins move, I actually – I don't think I'd be opposed to that. Nah, they just they just built a new stadium down there. They Lone Depot's like new. They just updated all of that. No, I I know, but I I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to that. I I just right. to your point, Nick, you would have to add a second team on the West Coast if Montreal. Right. If is Montreal Montreal's not on the West Coast, is it? Of Canada. No, Montreal's on the East Coast. It is. Okay. Or it's not on the East Coast, but, but it's, it's closer Eastern, to. Right? It's so you would yeah. have to add a West Coast team. So, what city would you look at? I, I I can't really think of one off the top of my head. You so can't use California, Portland. No way. No, because you already got Seattle. Who's, who's going to Portland? 
now. What I does would, Portland I, have? Let's start there. The Blazers. Then, well, but you're also if you're going anywhere up north there, you're building another indoor stadium. You're not building an outdoor. That's true. Because the true. weather's going to prevent yeah. you from from creating an outdoor stadium. Yep. So, uh, I would say I'd say. I'm trying maybe, to think because out maybe. west, out west, you really don't have a ton of states that have a bunch of populace. Well, I like think, I think Vegas is the next option. Vegas if you're gonna go would put a yeah. West Coast team yeah, but up. if you move the A's, then you're shit out of luck. Like, what yeah, do you move the A's to Vegas. You move the A's to Vegas. You move. Well, Marlins will stay in the East no matter what. Yeah, put a team in Minnesota. Why not? Another indoor stadium. I, who cares? Oh wait, duh. The twins. <laughs> the twins are so irrelevant. The twins. The twins have been so. The twins have been so overhyped the last a, few years. Put a team in Literally Minnesota. sitting at four and two. We were, lost to the Marlins this past. No, yeah, week. no. We don't get me wrong. This Nick, the face I had. You, I'm like, what <laughs> <No>. are you? <laughs> I thought no, he was talking about but, bringing another team to Minnesota. No, I didn't even like the. Because all I think of is like, oh my god! Like for years, they were like the Twins are going to be so good. Max Kepler, Byron Buxton, Byron Buxton never, never plays. Max never. Kepler hasn't done shit the last couple years. Like the Twins are always looked at as supposed to be good in the AL Central and coming Here's out of idea. the AL Central, and they just don't. Here's an idea: What if? Oh, you need a West Coast team. What if? Yep. What if we did something like New Orleans? See now, New Orleans getting a baseball team. Would I think. Be I think New Orleans. I think New Orleans would just open up, open arms for that team. Oh God, yeah. Right, but the problem is, is you you still need a West Coast unless you're just gonna unless you're just gonna throw them uh, in the Western like the Western Conference. Western nah, Conference. you're not gonna. If you're gonna, throw if you're gonna have AL, New, if you're gonna have New Orleans come into play as, as building a team out of New Orleans, you're bringing that into the East. You're no, not. not you know what though? It doesn't even matter because. What you could do is you could throw the Montreal in the NL, throw Louisiana in the AL, the AL and call it even. I, I think New Orleans would be a fun spot to have a baseball team in. I, New I, Orleans would be incredible. They, I do. I mean, right. come on. The Saints, the Saints have probably one of the best fan bases in all of sports. 100%. I mean, you got LSU. LSU, one of the greatest college fan bases in the country. Right. I mean, New Orleans, there is not I, – I don't think there is a – geographical group like group of people that are more proud to be where they're from than people who are right. from New Orleans and like in that that creole right you know background and that you know stuff like that like i mean and you could go with the french theme like the the saints logo is already very french esque you have the french yeah colors. yeah you can make it te- dude i think that a golden uh, I guess you can't really do gold and black because you have the pirates, but I mean, you could you could still do it. Just anyway, nonetheless, I think New Orleans would be a fun yeah, place to have a city. Yeah, you could still do something. Not there, that we're yeah. not to have just a city, like or you know right. what I mean. I think I yeah. think we're obviously just bullshitting at this point, but um, no, I think I think it's a, you know, I think that that's that is going to be something in conversation sooner or later, right? Um, you know, it's it's obvious. That would be. Well, it's it's obvious that the MLB. Um, is looking to, you know, set up the game to be more friendly for fan viewership, right? That's the whole purpose. Trying to get more people, right? So that's the whole purpose of trying to get, you know, the We're change a revolution, the, yeah, right? Baseball so, in New Orleans. Well, I'm just saying, as far as like, you know, you're you're creating this uh, environment for these fans to come into that's a shorter game, more entertaining. So ultimately, you're going to see a bigger viewership within the next year or two, which is going to make it more reasonable for people to look at it as being a possible good expansion i think it'd be so awesome. i think that that ultimately could put him in a spot for the next 10 years to be able to look at bringing uh you know, others in side note i yep. am gonna since nick i don't know if what you started or what you did not start or whatever mm-hmm. but i'm gonna create a twitter page i think okay yeah i i, I made a tiktok so if anybody is listening Wants to follow our TikTok. It is at the Playbook Project on TikTok, which has nothing to do with baseball. By the way, that name is yeah, probably no, going to have to change. We it. are probably going to have to change that. Which yeah. that's no big deal. We I can, mean, we can uh, change that. We can. Well, well, we can do some creative thinking. We can pull like our family and friends and see. Yeah, it. I mean, I do like the Playbook Project. If it was an all, if it was if, sports, yeah, I mean, or you not could even, even, even the scorebook, right? Like the scorebook project, right? Because baseball has. Yeah, but you don't. Do you really keep a scorebook in football? 
No, you don't. You don't have a playbook in baseball, in, though. In, you do have a playbook in basketball, I would think. And in football, but and, and, and hockey. hockey. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that. yeah, so we'll, we'll figure that out as the time comes. The name I'm not really worried about. <laughs> no, no. I'm more or less worried about just putting content out there and, True. you know. As the we're watching the Royals-Toronto Blue Jays game in the... Uh, I got it. I got it in my head. The fourth inning. The box score. That's not bad, That's actually, actually not bad. That I'll keep that one <laughs> in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just pulls it out of his ass. Like Jeff. The box Jeff. score. Jeff. Box score. That's, that's really not bad. Box score podcast. I like it. I'm here for it. Huh. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, so... I guess – well, here's a serious question. Um, yep. What time do you all have until? So like, – no, Like normally on a normal Wednesday, what time would you be able to get in, record until – I know that's a little subject to change, but – I mean, but that's my thing is I'm off – so right now I'm off Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay. So I can do – really, Fridays I can do anytime because both myself and my girlfriend are off. Okay. Wednesdays I have to wait till she gets home. She usually gets home by like 6. Okay, gotcha. So, I get down here by six forty-five, seven. Okay, and what time do you? What time can you, like, stay? Like, is there a time you have to be out the door, like, to get back, or so? Really? Tonight, I told her I would try to be back by like nine, nine thirty. Okay, no fair. Um, but in the future, she just had a long day at work, so she's like ready to go to bed. Um, there you go. But. In the future, I'm sure if I could be like, oh, yeah, if I'm going to go like and I told her it's a 30 minute drive there. We're going to record for hour, hour and a half, something like that. Obviously, we we're setting up stuff. So it started late. But um, but in the future, I'm sure, you know, yeah. as long as she's good or if we move it to doing it like Friday nights, then then it doesn't matter. Okay. Then it doesn't right. And the other the matter. only other thing, um, the only other thing is obviously next week. Set time stuff set up. Right. We just kind of come in and start, right? Like you know, what I mean, you take ten minutes, kind of bullshit, and then it's like, okay, hey, let's yeah, get into right. it, get to what we're gonna talk yeah. about, kind of go through it. So, um, I just wanted for uh, future purposes. Um, I'm also this week, not that anybody who may listen to this even cares for, but you know, we might as well just say it, put it out there, whatever. Um, next week, before next week, I'm gonna try and set up my camera on my little tripod here okay. and see if I can get a recording. To any extent, see if I can, uh, yeah, we can walk you get a recording, yeah, and then see so if good. we can get like a video of us sitting here, us yep. kind of bullshit and what okay, have you. Okay, word. And then um, some other little notes that I will listen back to as well um, when I do listen back to this. The Twitter page got to be done. Uh, you have a TikTok, right? So yep, TikTok is set up. Cool, TikTok, TikTok is set up. Um, we just have to, you know, Instagram isn't necessary i don't think. i feel like instagram I, I, if we had to pick something that would be most important it would probably be like tiktok twitter twitter instagram, youtube facebook oh yeah YouTube, i would I say guess. i would say youtube because shorts youtube yeah. shorts is shorts you know shorts would be the big one you know because we can post tiktoks yeah. essentially there um so but yeah i mean okay oh, so a youtube Nick page Prado. as well that would be that would be something to uh get into and then next week uh, we can really get into all of the stuff that we were trying to get into this week obviously we have the division standings you know giving us two weeks to really talk about the standings how everybody right. looks two weeks in yep, yep absolutely you know, playoff seating i think I it's a little early on playoff no no no, seating, no, no. i'm now i'm not talking about i'm just talking about let's do so obviously i take a lot of inspiration from other content creators on of course YouTube, TikTok, everything like that. Right. It was more or less not I – mean, we don't have to go into playoff seating now. I was just more or less saying, like, your predictions for how you think the season is going to go. Oh, like okay, I understand. Like, division winners, because that's that's easy enough to run through. Like, and on the right. Google Doc, that's what I've been sitting here talking about and working on, or I've been working on while we were talking for the last right. little bit, is I'm working on – like, I already did all my, like, predictions for where I think standings are going to be at the gotcha. end of the year. Okay. Um, um, awards, predictions, that's – okay, right. so, so two, awards, like, bird awards. Oh, I would say, like, uh, yeah, if we – awards, I mean, that's that's – 
a little bit more in depth. I feel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really on performance. Because I mean, that's all performance based, and then also you got to think about because like you could be like, okay, because we would have to name if we wanted to do awards. That's A L N N L Cy Young. That's A L N N L MVPs, M- gold MVPs, gloves. Gold Gloves, Silver Sluggers, or or I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of awards. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be. I would. I probably wouldn't do gold gloves in that situation just because it's a gold glove at every position. Yeah, yeah. And and stuff like that. But if you wanted to do a platinum glove, we could do the platinum glove. Um, yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. But what I what I think we should do, um, along with I think the standings though we could hit relatively yeah, quick. We should. Yeah, do, so. yeah. That's that's an easy one. We could talk uh, big keys of the week, right? Mm-hmm. Like biggest things, best plays. Uh, craziest endings what have you and i think one of the (laughs) coolest things we could do for next week is obviously you want to do playoff seedings and postseason prediction and how the season's going to shake but i think everybody should do a wild card spot where it's like what is the one thing you think could happen that nobody's catching up on like hey the pirates could win the division and i'm calling that right like doing the long shot call where it's like right. you get one crazy prediction that if you the have pirates, to make. If the Pirates win the NL Central, I'll get an ass tat. <laughs> okay? I'll the get big, sit on recording. Right on your no, uh, not necessarily the big P. I'll figure out to get away, oh. like some sort of way to get a Pittsburgh Pirates tattoo. The Jolly Roger. Like, yeah, like get the Jolly Roger or something. I will get it on my ass. If they win the NL Central, I will get that on my ass. Oh, done. That done. is on the table in I'm recording, it is set in stone because it's not going to happen. I listen that because they're because call. they're not going to beat the Cubs, they're not going to beat the Cardinals, and they're not. They'll beat the Reds. The Reds suck. Yeah, um, Reds I was going to say, but wait a minute. the Cubs, the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers. Oh, the Brewers look great. I, Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched the game today. <laughs> Tell, too. Yeah, come on. <laughs> the Brewers, the Brewers look phenomenal. I mean, I, it's. They they're just a pitching factory, man. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, they are a Corbin Burns, uh, Freddie Peralta, yeah. Miley, I mean, uh, Wade, uh, dude, yeah. Wade Miley. I I went into that game. I was talking to my little brother about that yesterday. I was like, oh yeah, Wade Miley's pitching. We should be all right. Dude, blown out, dude. Absolute stud. Uh, dude, they yeah, they're gonna be tough. And th- they don't necessarily have, or at least I didn't think they had the bats. To really uh, uh, put up a ton of runs, but Jesus Christ, they put what nine nine on the uh, the Mets yesterday, seven on them today. Um, that kid looks phenomenal, by the way. Hit his first uh, big league home run, which was a grand slam. Yeah, it was a grand um, slam to uh, to Rang. It's it's yeah, got, how do you he, pronounce it? He no, had Jordan. What's his name? Jordan Clarkson, wasn't it? No, no. Clarkson for the Cardinals. Yes, yes, for the Cardinals. But um, I thought it was Jordan Clarkson. No, it was. I think it, I. I want to say it's. Uh, I want to say it's. Turang. Yeah, I. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Bryce. Bryce Turang. Oh. Uh, hit his, the grand slam. The where the the inning where the Mets let up nine. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> Yep. So, but yes, uh, the Cardinals look good. Listen, maybe my maybe my Pirates prediction was a little uh, a, a little out there, but hey, listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, hey. people are people are sleeping on uh, people listen, are sleeping. I on just Pittsburgh. I I just want to see Mike Trout play some meaningful baseball. Man, it, it was so cool to see him play meaningful it, baseball it in the was, World Baseball Classic. It was so cool, and and you know what? For <sighs> for what it's worth, Mike Trout is such a good guy too. Which he, he is, and he's opening up. Um, Something in Millville. He is opening up. Him and uh, Tiger Woods are opening up a golf course. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, in his hometown. Yeah, which is like, are you kidding? Two goats opening a golf course. Dude, that's 25 minutes from here. Not even. Yeah, I know. Like, that's awesome. No, that's exciting. No, but uh, Mike Trout is such a good guy. I feel so bad for him playing in. Uh, <laughs> an Angels uniform for as long as he has. Like, he's playing in Los Angeles. He's just playing for the wrong Los yeah, Angeles dude. team, man. It was so cool to watch him play meaningful baseball, like you said, but the best part about all of that was the fact that as soon as it was, as soon as it was over, as soon right. as it was over, he comes out and comments, I've already told them I'm ready for 2026. And it's like, oh, dude, yeah. it's like, not only are you one of the like, best players in the world, but you're such a good guy and a competitor. And Otani, dude, what a matchup that was. Uh, right. It was absolutely. God, and the worst part about that for me was sitting at home 
I'm watching it with my father, with my little brother, and all three of us at the same time. That last pitch that Otani threw. Nasty, by the way. Which his slider is n- nearly unhittable when it's right. on. And But all three of us were watching that as the pitch is being delivered. We all go, slider. And it happened, and he whiffed, and we all went, mother. And we, we were all <laughs> so – we were like, we all knew it was coming, and, yep. and it, there's no way in that situation Mike Trout did not know that that pitch was coming. Still couldn't hit it. But he no. still couldn't hit it. Dude. Like, Shohei is just that good. Yeah, he's, he – when he's on, when he's on, he is on another level. And I – He's going to be the first $500 million player, without a doubt. And oh. funny enough, I think, uh, as a couple of my friends like to call Steve Cohen for the Mets, Uncle Stevie. Oh, yeah, uh, I call him that. I Absolutely. think Uncle Stevie is going gonna, is gonna to shell out all that money for him. Yeah, I think I think they'll make a very strong push for him. Um, right. I, I have no doubt about that uh, at all. Um, I just think I, I, I'm still not sure that he's actually going to end up a Met. Um, I don't know I don't if he. Know. I don't even know if he wants to come to New York. I know a lot of. Uh, I know a lot of the Asian population, especially baseball wise, tend to stay West Coast just because that you know yeah. California is very Japanese, very Asian because it's close. It's closer to, to, to Japan. To it's ju- closer yeah. to Asia. So I know a lot of them feel a little more comfortable. Yep. On the yep, West yep, Coast, yep. because you know there is a much bigger Asian population, but I mean, it's not that he couldn't come to the Mets. He definitely could. He but could Absol- I, absolutely. I don't think he. I don't I know just, if he does. I I don't know, man. Like, now, I'll tell you what. I am thankful that we got one Japanese player this year. Dude, that that ghost pitch. I was gonna say Go- board Co- ball is not Kodai Senga. Dude. Did dude you see looks, his glove, by the way? Yeah. Dude, wild. Dude looks nasty. Yeah, that ghost. That that ghost fork is what they're calling it. Yeah, the ghost oh, okay. fork. That thing is disgusting. They were cracking me up. The I was watching the uh, SNY, which is uh, the Mets station. Right. And every time it didn't work, like the pitch wasn't exactly where he needed it to be or was a ball, they'd call it a fork ball. But every time it was a strike, they called it the ghost pitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is great. Like it's it's only a ghost pitch when it works, but yeah. no, I, that thing looks out of bounds. Right, like it's, yeah, it's absolutely stupid, stupid. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting nonetheless. My I think my biggest takeaways from this year, uh, especially like baseball. I love baseball to death, but one of the hardest things about baseball, and I, I go back to baseball not having a salary cap. Right is the fact that a lot of these teams are just not competitive halfway through the year. And you get to the all-star break. Yeah, and you get to the all-star break, and Kansas City is out, right? And it's like they're they're so far out, they don't care anymore. And (laughs) Oakland is so far out that they don't care anymore. Now it's like, man, i got to follow these teams or try to follow these teams or watch a series between Kansas City and Oakland in in mid-July, and neither of them even care to be there. Like, that's, I think, the hardest part about baseball is the season is so long and teams are out of it fairly early and it's like man oh man that's that's hard to watch not not that you can't i mean don't get me wrong i love no. baseball i do but knowing a team's out of it and watching when a team's out of it it is it is very tough and again i go back to why i think baseball should bring a salary cap in the same thing with basketball actually i think basketball should do it too but you know whatever what are you going to do yeah unfortunately yeah. i can't call up uh Rob Manfred and tell him, hey, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> the yeah. problem, the problem is the players would have to agree to it. This, the, the yeah, right. they're, they're never, they're never going to agree. No, it. because then their pockets take a hit too, right? So, yep, that's that's exactly it. But it's, I mean, it would make for more competitive ball. Like you're going to have more oh, teams yeah. in the mix at least. But right, but whatever. What are you going to do? Unfortunately, you just have to sit there as the fan and enjoy what you can and. Yeah, and dislike what you dislike and just ride with it and deal with it. Yeah, and hopefully some of the smaller teams can ride the waves like uh, Washington 
You know, they were able to have a good couple of years. Actually, they they were good for a while. I mean, they had Bryce Harper. They were at right. least competitive. And then, and then as soon as they got rid of Bryce Harper, as soon as they got rid of Bryce Harper, they win a World right, Series. Right, right. <laughs> but, but I think, like. Which I love Bryce Harper, by the way. That is dude, not a knock. Talent. That is not a knock to Bryce Harper. Now, dude in right field, not a great glove. But he can throw the ball. He's got a hell of an arm. He's got a cannon. But he also hits absolute nukes. So, <laughs> like, this, this is why I'm glad the designated hitter is something being incorporated all overall now. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that rule last year. I, I'm very picky about baseball, and I, I'm very much a traditionalist, but I was very excited that baseball added the DH in both leagues as yes. the, the year went on because – not only do pitch, I don't have to watch a pitcher bat. Especially which, now that Degrom's not on the Mets, he was our only pitcher who could hit. Correct. So right. now I especially don't want to watch my pitchers right. hit. Right. Yeah, like pitchers hitting was bad and like was bad, but I I did enjoy it only because it is something different. But having a DH all the way around does make the game a little easier. Right. And to your point, Jeff, watching somebody like Bryce Harper get a couple at bats, but also kind of have the day off is still nice. You know, right. like you can have. A Kyle Schwarber, just DH for the entire season, and I mean, hell, Nelson Nelson Cruz is making a right. career out of it—a <laughs> whole second career of being a DH. You know, so that's for real, dude's what forty two or something. Forty two. Yeah, did you see the yeah. nuke he hit yesterday? <laughs> yeah, dude got a hanging breaking ball and just drove it five miles out of the stadium. Like God, dude. Crazy I mean, stuff. he's making a, dude. He's making a second career. You could split his career in half. When he played, when he was a DH. Went, yeah. Right. It's like, it's like the same thing with Albert Pujols. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Nelson, Nelson Albert Pujols passed like 35, was just the DH. Just DH. But then he passes the, what was it? He passed the 600 home run mark, right? Or 700 home run? 700. Jesus. 700. Dude, Albert Pujols is a goat, man. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I've always been picky about the rules, but some of the rule changes in the last years have been actually wonderful. Like, I, I didn't think I was going to like many of them, but here I am really enjoying a lot of them. I, I Like I said, I really just wish that baseball could be more competitive for some of these smaller market teams because, like Cincinnati, I, again, I, and I bring them up again, and I know I've kind of made this point to nausea. And that's but another crap part, too, because their ball, the Great Amer American Ballpark is so awesome. I, one of the, It is one of the... It's one of the coolest ballparks, mm -hmm. just because it's it just like screams like Americana, right? It right. Screams yeah. like that old school vibe. But then also in terms of like the fan experience and being able to interact with players and right. having chances to catch foul balls and home runs, like that's one of the best home run catching parks in the in the major league. Like the right. ball absolutely flies out of that stadium. And it just – it is a home run park. The concourses are big enough where you can move around. Like, it's just – they're solid. It's rated as one of the m most players' favorites, too. Yeah. So so there. one of my goals, and it's been a goal of mine for the last few years um, – well, I mean, it's been a goal of mine for years on end, but the last few I just started actually going and doing it um, is to go to every ballpark in the country. Oh, I would love to do now that. Now, I've done, I've done all the Northeast, and I did Fenway, but – Last time I was at Fenway, I was like six, so mm -hmm. I don't remember it much. So I say this on record on the podcast, but I also say this to you guys. Um, at some point, I need to go to Fenway this year. Mm -hmm. You guys want to take a trip? Oh, I'm down. As long as as long as long I can. Yeah, I know you and the girl and the baby, yeah, and I know it's a little tougher with, for you. But. but if I'm able to find a way for us to go up for a weekend to go to Fenway and I can afford it. Nice. Um, but one of, the, one of the other things uh, – I always say is there's a few rules of baseball that are true and tested, right? right? And they're as old as day. And one of them is you always have to root, root, root for the home team. Home team, home team. Yeah. So no matter like, so no matter same. what stadium I go to, every time I go, I buy a hat and a T-shirt, right. and I root for the home team no matter who they're playing. They can even be playing my Mets. Funny enough, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, nah. So my mom, my dad, and my uh, and I – went out to Pittsburgh to watch a Mets-Pirates game. I couldn't do that. Now, I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> I couldn't but, do that. But baseball rules say root, root, root for the home team. Right. And when you're in Chicago, you root, root, root for the Cubbies. That's it. The White Sox <laughs> get screwed. But I went to a Mets-Pirates game, went and bought my hat and a T-shirt, and my mom's like, I cannot believe you're doing this. Now, my dad's a Steelers fan, so he wore his Steelers jacket. We, he blended in. So we're there, and 
the Pirates went on a walk-off Grand Slam, and yep. it was the most exciting thing that I've been to and one of the most heart-wrenching things because <laughs> on the outside, I'm like, this is awesome. And on the inside, I'm like, damn, the Mets just lost. <laughs> but, but I will say, Pittsburgh, phenomenal fan base. Uh, oh, phenomenal yeah. fan base. They, they were so welcoming. They didn't care. Uh, that we were there, my it's mom another specifically. Another ballpark I want to go to. Oh, dude, PNC Park is small, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's I, in the city. I've heard the views, dude, are just crazy. stupid. The, the the views are beautiful, and the I don't know what you know about Pittsburgh, Nick. I know Jeff has been to Pittsburgh. Uh, Long to, time ago. To go to uh, Heinz Field, but the way Pittsburgh is set up, right? Is it's all bridges leading into it. Yeah, so uh, it's got the most bridges out of any city in the country. Correct. Well, you got the so there's there. there's three rivers that run through Pittsburgh. Yeah, you got so what, the Allegheny. You got. I don't know the other ones. Monongahela. Okay. Yeah, you got the hard yeah, yeah, one too. And there's one more. <laughs> there, I don't know. You the, know this one. Allegheny, Monongahela. I don't know this last one. It's a state. Pennsylvania. No, that's not a river. No. The Delaware. No. No, not no. the Delaware. The Mississippi. No. Uh, I'm throwing states at you here. Does Pennsylvania even have a river? Is it the Missouri River? No, it's the Ohio. Oh, the Ohio. Uh, nobody that would that. that would make sense. <laughs> Duh, Ohio's fucking right there. Stupid. I went to school in West Virginia. <laughs> no. Fucking West Virginia. This is the state of West Virginia. Here's WVU. Here's Pittsburgh. Here's Ohio. Right. Literally. So nonetheless, the way the way the city is set up is three bridges, right? Uh go over one river to go into the section of the city where the stadiums are. Yeah. So one bridge leads you over to Heinz Field. One bridge leads you over to oh, okay, PNC cool. Park. And then the third bridge leads you over, uh, or it's in between them or what have you. So the Roberto Clemente Bridge is the one that takes you to PNC Park. Of course. Naturally. And they close it down for a Pirates across. game, and you walk across it. Oh, that's dope. And yeah. you and the, the ballpark is in the city. Like, two blocks from the stadium is buildings like business buildings and then over the bridge on the other side it's all apartments and like restaurants and it's in the city and the views are awesome the fans were awesome and then the night we went we didn't even know it but the night we went was fireworks night so on the river dude on the river they start shooting off everybody's just standing on the bridge watch dude it was it was freaking amazing like pittsburgh pittsburgh is such an underrated city uh, not necessarily for sports or sports fans, but just in general. Like, the, the life of P- Pittsburgh is yeah. phenomenal. The city is phenomenal. Yeah, they're a whole different breed out there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, and one of my They're very, diehard fans, too. Yeah, one of my very close friends, Jordan, who I went to WVU with, he um, he he's from Pittsburgh. Uh, he lives up in, uh, like, upstate New York. He goes to school at... Uh, I think it's Cuca College up in like the Finger Lakes up in New York. Up in New York, he's there okay. for like esports management. And oh, stuff gotcha, like that. gotcha. Okay, um, he's on their like the the Valorant team for the school and stuff like that. He's he's All he's right. awesome, uh, super cool dude. Um, but he's from Pittsburgh, diehard Pittsburgh sports, and then as a New York Knicks fan for basketball because of nice. course, basketball <laughs> team. Nice. <laughs> and I always I always bust his balls for it because hey, the, the Knicks know. made the playoffs this year. Hey, yeah. the Knicks are gonna make a push. That side note, listen, I'm not I'm not a huge basketball guy, but I support I support the Knicks only because Dolan, who owns the Knicks, who I can't really stand, owns the Rangers right. too. <laughs> yeah, and I don't gotta, don't get me started with the fact that Dolan still owns the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I gotta I gotta root for the Knicks at least a little bit, but um. But, yeah, so one of my goals to bring this all back around is to visit every ballpark. So right. if if this summer we can make a couple of trips, Nick, I know it's going to be a little tougher for you. I understand yeah. that. Right. But one of one of the biggest trips I want to do is a day-night doubleheader in Chicago or a day-day doubleheader where it's like one night we do Wrigley, yeah, one night we do – Guaranteed um, rate. Yeah, yeah wow. guaranteed rate. And I haven't been to either New York Stadium. What? Yes. You haven't so been to Yankee an Stadium or City. I've been so oh. I've been to old so. Yankee Stadium. I have not been to new, na- new okay, Yankee. Let me Stadium. tell you the Maybe difference. That's one to okay. Throw in the books. but we I also do. haven't been to old Yankee Stadium since I was like six years old. So we can do City Field. City Field is actually super nice. Um, right. I I like to call it. New I'll be Shea. doing that. I'll be doing that at the end of this month. I'm yeah. going on the first of May. Actually, really, you yeah. should, dude. There's a ticket literally one row behind me and like a seat like over like diagonal to us. One row behind is like twenty five dollars. What what day it's, is it's that? It's a game? Thursday night. 
we're taking the train from Hamilton. <laughs> All right, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> it's for my um, brother's. It's for my brother's birthday. Yeah, yeah. So if it. you do go, you know, we Happy run into you. Your brother, right? Yeah, we run um, into you. Like, oh, that's funny. City Field can be done, Jeff. And Yankee Stadium, Nick. I will say, new Yankee Stadium is very similar to old Yankee Stadium in terms of like expensive. the way it's built out, right? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, old Yankee Stadium was nice. New Yankee Stadium is nice too, but. Um, as as crazy as this is to say, and my dad's a big Yankees fan, but like Yankee Stadium to me has the vibe of you know it's old and it's historic, but it's not the same to me as something like Fenway, something like Wrigley. Yeah, because like, there's course, something different about the stadium the, being like, that old. The, right. Yeah, the nostalgia of the stadium versus you know, oh yeah, you know it's. The Yankees have been around forever, and you know, exactly. but right. fucking Wrigley Field has been around since the eighteen hundred, right, like right. nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Meanwhile, you know, new Yankee Stadium was built when two thousand and nine, nine, and then when was old Yankee Stadium built? Sixties, yeah, and then seventies, yeah, yeah. yeah. 60s. Um, but that definitely all can of which can be done. I would love to do a Chicago. Double header, which would be cool. Um, and then I do have a friend who I haven't talked to in a little bit, but I have a friend out in Seattle. He's a diehard Phillies fan because he's from the area. His wife, however, is from and moved him out to Seattle. So they're Mariner season ticket holders, gotcha. and he's a diehard Phillies fan. So if the Phillies, if and when the Phillies go out to Seattle this year, mm-hmm. we sh- I'll see if I can get in contact. His name's Jay. I'll see if I can get in contact with Jay, and uh, we'll uh, – We'll see if we can get something going there because Seattle is a phenomenal. Like that would be a place That's super cool, trip. you know. And maybe we do a West Coast trip. You know, Seattle down to the LA's, San Francisco, uh, San Diego, Oakland, yeah. what have you. But yeah, so that's a goal of mine is to go to every baseball park um, and and go watch baseball in all the different stadiums and root 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 for the home team in every single one of them because. You know, you want to be part of the crowd, right? right. You want to be part of the fans. You want to you want to experience, experience it with them. And and a lot of teams got some cool stuff. Like I know, oh that phone ring is going to be in this. Uh, <laughs> I know, like I know the Yankees have the W. B. Mason whistle when somebody strikes out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know. You know the Washington Nationals. Uh. Actually have something for strikeout too. Um. I can't remember exactly what I it think is. The, the Mets have something too, don't they? Have like a the ching, Mets ching ching. Yeah, no, but the Washington National uh, fandom actually has a chant when there's a strikeout. The whole stadium chants it, just like the Mets do when they're on the road. Well, even still, even in the home games, even in the home games, the seven line, if there's a strikeout, they go, oh, he struck him out. That's what they do at the home games, too. But, yes, so, so, you know, some of those those things, or even like um, in Pittsburgh, right, when the Pirates win, they have their, their mascot. Wave the Jolly Roger. Yep, right? and then and Milwaukee, you have uh, or excuse the me, guy he raises the Jolly yeah, Roger. Yeah, and then Milwaukee, Milwaukee goes down the down the slide. Down the slide. Yep. 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 Philly, so Philly, you know, has the, has has the, the bell, bell when you hit a home run. City Field has the apple that comes up yes. when you hit a home run. So, like, right. you know, I just love to cheer for the home team and see all the different intricacies. And the the cool thing about baseball ballparks is there's more to do than just the game. Yeah. And, and a lot uh, of these things, there's events for kids. There's yeah, and yeah, there's baseball's the so good entertainment. About that. Yeah, and especially some of these places, like and uh, as like a final note before I have to leave and get home to my my four month old and my and my wife, um, like some of these places have crazy crazy venues and complexes that contain the actual stadium. Right. Yes, like with Philly. You have that whole sports complex. You have the Eagles. You have the Sixers. You have the Flyers. You have the Phillies. Bang, 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 all in one shot. And you have Xfinity Live right, right there. Right in the middle and of it. And you have now. Oh, Live Casino. Live and Casino. you have now Live Casino. Which is absolutely now, crazy. Now, that's the difference between now, obviously, the Mets and the Yankees are in the middle of both the Bronx and Queens. There's not a ton around them. The Mets were smart enough to at least put their their stadium a little bit outside. Outside of, of it. Now they have Yankee a ton of space of around it, which Steve Cohen hopefully will develop into something. But yeah. you look at something like Baltimore. Camden, there. Camden Yards Camden is Yards, in the city. Yes, but it has 
downtown is right there. The Inner right. Harbor, yes. The Inner Harbor is right there, so you have so much to do. And you can walk out of the stadium onto the street right, right. behind yes. it, and you're in the city of Baltimore right, yes. in, right around. Yeah, it's, the Inner Harbor is great. Uh, one last point before you do run um, about – oh, my God, what was I going to make my point about? It was going to be about the – oh, um, there is something. If we do get a chance to go to Chicago, I've got a friend – who has a friend who lives in Chicago, or right. at least did. And have you guys heard of Wrigleyville? Yes. I've no. seen videos so, on it. So well, apparently, seen, I know I know Wrigleyville, like, on their City Connect jerseys, they had Wrigleyville was on the correct. City Connect jerseys. So apparently, on the north side of Wrigley, don't quote me, but I believe it's the north side of Wrigley, they have an entire block of bars and restaurants that are all Cubs themed yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and right. they party hard mm-hmm. and my buddy whose friend lived in Chicago would say when he would watch the games from his apartment which was three blocks from Wrigleyville he would turn the volume off and open his windows and, and he would listen to, to the crowd yep. and the stadium <laughs> and he said he said he said I don't know why I did it because I get to the second inning and say screw it and walk two blocks to Wrigleyville, and it's just, he's like, block party of yeah. everybody. Right. And he said in 2016 when they won, when they won he yep. said it was Madness. absolutely oh, wild. He said he was probably burning to the ground. 108 years. Uh, 108 years that was. But anyway. Yeah. I still remember the year prior when the Mets the Mets swept this them four <laughs> games <laughs> to none. This, and then, and this then, close. And then made it, and then made it to the, the World Series and lost four games to yep. one to Kansas City. Kansas. Don't talk to me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that's episode one of whatever we're gonna whatever call we're gonna call this thing. Um, so I'll run this back. Uh, probably not tonight, but tomorrow night I'll run this back. <laughs> listen to it. Uh, just put it on a file. Edit out my and coughs. then I, I may not even edit much of it. I'll just put it on a file just to upload it to maybe SoundCloud. Just to make right. sure it. I remember. Uploads, I remember last time on SoundCloud we did have. Remember we were limited with how many we could put up at once. Like, we recorded three, but we could only have two on there at one time. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. So, we'll so I don't know if I don't know how it works with getting on, like, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or yeah. I have, we'll I have, have a buddy we that. can talk into about oh, that. Oh, so okay. gotcha. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and then editing is just going to be that. I don't know how much editing will do. I, I don't. You know I what? really don't think editing's really going to come into it until video is involved. Yes. Once video's involved and I like we we actually have like a space that we can set up and do it and you know I can get the video editing software on my computer and like if we actually you know if we finish my basement. The goal is to finish the basement. I think he said by like June. Okay. So you know, hopefully another two months and it's done. You know, we're getting all the electrical stuff started now. The plumbing's done. Um. Everything like that. So hopefully we get all the electrical stuff, you know, get all insulation, drywall, paint. Right. Get that done, hopefully. I'll figure it out. Yeah, and then I I really don't think editing of the podcast necessarily is needed. I mean, there's people who do live radio for four hours a day. And don't, and don't, yeah. It's like even Joe Rogan. Like, they don't edit shit. So you watch a Joe Rogan podcast, they talk for three and a half hours while they're on illicit substances, and they just ramble, and you don't see a cut in that video once. Right, so I I really think we could probably just record and go for it, you know. And then I also have my predictions ready for next episode. Okay, so that's the other thing is we'll have to get ready for next week. But anyway, peace out. That's it.